Welcome to the Thirst World Problems Podcast, where we talk about drinks, current events, music, and more. Now, here's your host, Nick Dugall, and his panel of experts, B, Bell, and the infamous Doc. Um, Alex, you good to go? Uh, it doesn't matter. You want Folks, to throw me back got... to <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gents, we got uh, a fan favorite here. Let's put it this way. Rumor has it that uh, Mr. The Alex Pauls is back on the pod. Alex, thank you for coming on the podcast. Uh, last time we talked, you had uh, so many different things was happening. I think you were at the time where you were leaving your job. And you're uh, going across Canada. I still see you still have that same Gmail account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you won't let go. Which so, let's talk about that Gmail account. Are you ever going to change it and just and that whole back career that you used to have? Like, are you still holding on to it because uh, all your uh, use up for all your uh, trash uh, trash log into? Yeah, that's funny that you said that. I just saw a funny meme that, that some guy was like praising his old Yahoo email for just being that burner account, right? So it's it's basically it's basically my burner cell phone and I just give you know, it's just the crap that I don't even check. So but it's, yeah, a, good, yeah. it's a good memory. Uh, you're well, you're the one that you turns into, into us. What's that? The prime it's email gl- turns into the burner email, man. That's what happens. Exactly. Exactly. There we go. Let's talk. Let's let's start with um, where's our board game? I, I want to know. Bell's been uh, talking about rumor has it. What's what happened with that? Let's. You said no holds bar. We're we're going all off the rails. Yeah. So yeah. Bell, I hope uh, I hope you have your earplugs because there's gonna be a lot of uh, non woke shit happening today. So you better be ready here, man. So <laughs> that's oh, always man. a great way to start this. a pod. Here we go. <laughs> let's eh? let's, yeah. let's talk cool. about the board game. What happened to the board game? Well, I, it's it's on the shelf right now. Uh, I did pitch it to a couple publishers, uh, Roxley Games okay. uh, here in uh, Calgary. Pitch it to them. Uh, it's funny. I, I've joined a couple groups and networked with, with some people and then kind of lost a little bit of steam. But uh, I haven't given up on the dream uh, of having it published. I actually reached out to one of my favorite game designers, uh, Jamie Stegmeyer. So shout out to Stonemeyer Games. He gave me some really good advice. Like, this guy's pretty cool dude and you know I, I hit him up for some advice obviously he didn't want uh rumor mill because he's a pretty woke guy <laughs> and rumor mill is not meant to be woke rumor mill is meant to be you know dave Chappelle comedy hour if, if you want to enjoy rumor mill you gotta you gotta be willing to hurt some people's feelings like we're gonna throw some short people in a in a gimp costume and, and enjoy <laughs> enjoy a wild night so uh, to this day, I do not remember that it was rumor mill. I thought I still was thinking like rumor has it, rumor is. So I'm glad that you, you no, put that in. Well, there. you do know that's the whole that's the whole joke of that because after we got off, you just start calling it rumor has it. I like that though. Rumor <laughs> has it's actually that. pretty good too. Yeah, it's pretty good. This the soundbite is just so perfect. I I, I got to bring it up again because it was like, so let's talk about rumor has it. You mean rumor mill, you idiot. That's all I heard. I, was, <laughs> I lost my mind. After that, Bell's uh, journalism just went down the hills here. So, um, I'm really glad that you guys enjoyed it. I actually thought we did such a great episode. And 
to, to play it oh, live dude. like that on the air. I thought you guys rocked it. It was pretty funny. Dude, it was, no, it, was, it was actually a lot of fun. So I guess that was one of the questions I've had for you is you're still playing it, obviously. Like you still break that out when you've got a new group of friends and impress someone. Here's our board. Like you've got to still be playing it. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you want to test your friend friend group, right, see, test their metal, see, see what they're all about. You whip out rumor <laughs> mail and it's like, holy shit, who are these people? <laughs> I don't know if I want to know you. Sorry, I don't know if I'm allowed to swear on Thirst World Problems. but Yeah, yeah of course, man. Okay. Swear, whatever you want. Um, I think one of the cool things about this, like you just mentioned that you talked to one of your favorite uh, game developers. Like, you probably couldn't do that. 20 years ago you couldn't do that 25 years ago now it's so accessible that you can just reach out to the people that you've always uh you know use their products or you know i know you're writing and uh i'm writing as well we'll talk about that in a bit but i mean just you reaching out and people are coming back to you i think not many people realize how important that is and how much that's changed what what are your thoughts on things like that yeah like um, I've actually had some amazing email exchanges, text exchanges, like even on Instagram, like you're, you can text people like, do you guys know, you know, Zarface, right? I, I sometimes talk about Zarface, the group, yes, uh, yes. deck and esoteric, like MC esoteric is like one of the coolest regular dad rappers <laughs> ever. Like he, he's texted me a bunch of times and I'm like, man, that's so crazy. Like back in the days when we we're listening to, you know, Wu-Tang Clan or Public Enemy, you know, how how would I ever talk to Chuck D in my right. like it, it's just so inaccessible. Like they were like an aura back in the day, right? Like, exactly. And now it was like a unicorn, yeah. So this guy, this game developer, I've I've chatted with him a few times. His mom actually died. So I shared with him in an email that, you know, my mom died too, or his dad died of cancer. And I shared with him that my my mom died. And the same day he emailed me back. The day his dad died and he thanked me for like email. He thanked me for emailing him and thinking of him. I'm like, man, I don't realize that a lot of these people, like they're not better than us, right? They're just regular people that are busy. And it's like, holy crap. Like that's kind of one of my big things that has come to me probably in the last month or two is that we're all just people and the really elevated people have to navigate their time better than us. They can't, just because you reach out doesn't mean they even have time. They might have an assistant to filter. And so, yeah, there still might be borders, but it's, it's pretty cool to realize even at my age at 44 to that people are just people and, and uh, they have feelings and they have loved ones that die. And, and it means a lot to them when, you know, you do a podcast, like if, if you have a fan that reaches out to you and I always encourage people like if if you love what these guys are doing on Thrift World Problems, reach out and just say like, man, like you guys aren't just talking to the 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 abyss of of internet space. Like let them let these guys know that you're they're being entertained, that what they're saying is of value to you and it makes your day better. Like those kinds of things go so far in, in your life, and it makes it makes what you do worth it, right? It's yeah, also kind of like. Give people give people their flowers while they're kind of still here type thing too, right? Like, I think even I think so many times like we always recognize stuff later and it's like, oh man, I wish I said this. I wish you know I said that I was listening to Thirst World Problems on my drive in all the time, or I wish you know I was looking at Alex's content, or maybe I you know I should have told him that it made my life a lot better, or you know that's what I do in my spare time is check 
You know what I mean? Like, I think we, a lot of time we forget that and don't give the flowers when the people are here and, and when they're doing it. And then when they're not, we clamor to it. Right. But that's, that's one thing actually, it's funny you mentioned that's something I've been uh, kind of thinking about as well. Well, and, and, and just to add on, I think one of the cool things about it is, is, you know, it doesn't matter where you are in the city now or sorry, in the world now, like, like, for example, like uh, looking at our analytics, like we're like, we're like a top 20 podcast in the Cayman Islands. And like, <laughs> Let's do it. How do we, how do we relate to it? I have no idea, but just, just things like that. Like you, you can see where you are and like, you know, just where you rank and it just shows the importance and just the fact that people show up and be like, man, I listen to your podcast. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Right. Like, you know, you, you kind of feel a little, I think everyone wants to feel a little importance in their life. And, you know, just things like that, just reaching out. You never know celebrities. I actually got something pretty funny for you, two of them. Uh, I reached out to Larry Johnson. Oh, wow. Like, Grandma hey. Ma. Yeah, Grandma Ma. I was like, hey, you know, big fan. Throw the little, you know, uh, generic template. Big fan. You know, we want to talk about this and that. And, and he's like, cool. Uh, he's like, I charged $900 for half an hour. I was like, you weren't that good, but uh, you weren't that good to be $900, I'll tell you that. But, you know, just, just things like that. When you reach out and you get the responses, like uh, Brooklyn Brawler, he was like, I'll do it for $200. In my head, I'm like, you know, the old me would have been like, let's do it. Not bad. Not bad. But, it, but, but there could be stories that you could just Google and he, and like, it's there, you know, like, what story are you getting for $200? Right. What story are you going to get for $900? It's just such a crazy world that we live in where you got to choose and decide what's best for your content, what's not uh, best for your content, right? So, Well, it's kind of um, like what Alex mentioned where you have to start to navigate your time a little bit better. So these guys are trying to navigate that and filter that through the prism of, hey, if these guys are actually willing to have me, then they're going to want to put something forward or maybe my time right now, you know, is worth $900 an hour. And that's, that's what it's going to be. The best part about doing this podcast. And we've said this so many times before is just the conversations that you end up having with some of the guests that you wouldn't anticipate and like real meaningful conversations. And then being able to pull back some of our favorite guests, like the creator of rumor mill, right. And being able to come back and have those conversations, kind of like what you're saying there be where, it's an ongoing thing and it's not just like, okay, we're on to the next and always giving everyone fresh content. It's always also the fact that we've enjoyed the people that we've talked to and we want to keep those conversations going because there's always new insights and then people are always working on new things. So it's always great to have reoccurring guests on. For sure. And I appreciate you guys having me on. I mean, I, I always joke like, who the heck am I, right? But I will I will say something to Larry Johnson. I'm gonna give Larry Johnson Johnson a shout out. I'm like, if you want nine hundred bucks to come on a podcast, it should be nine hundred bucks to your favorite charity. Because Larry Johnson doesn't need no nine hundred dollars. I tell you what. You never never know. Uh, look at look at a lot lot of athletes. I'm just saying they do a lot of bad financial decisions, but who am I to say? Hey, thirst world problems isn't a bad financial decision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amen, I'm brother. You, I'm, with, I'm with you on that one. A little, little, little fun story about uh, Alex here. So, uh, one time we were in a car together. It was my brother, uh, Alex, and me in the back seat. I think I was probably like nine or eight. 
I probably must, I was, I was single digits. Let's put it that way. And Alex is like, this is the time where you had a tape deck and you plug it to a CD player. One guy has to hold the CD player and pops in a CD. It's two live crew. I don't know what song (laughs) it was. It was the dirtiest song I've ever heard in my life. And I've been a fan ever since. So Alex, thank you for that. I wanted to throw that out there before we uh, transition here. Let's talk about the book. Um, A guided journey to elevate your brand. Is there a a torrent version I can just download or uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, Amazon, amazon amazon.com. You can search that. Um, you can get on Kindle or paperback. Let's let's talk about the book. What, what made you guys to decide to um, put a book out like this? Okay, first of all, how I come you never put your how come you never put your wife on uh, episodes or anything like? That? Why is it always you? Like, right? She's a way better interview than me, and she's way better looking, so she can come on next time. And you guys, you you guys will have fun uh, making fun of me because she has tons of <laughs> terrible, terrible things. I mean. We talk about blackmail. She could just roast me forever, right? So, <laughs> so, but fun fact about that two live crew disc. I was so excited yeah. to get it when I bought it. I went straight from HMV at uh, I think Cologne and Place. You guys know Cologne yeah. Place it's still around, right? Yeah. It's in Winnipeg. And I went straight yeah. to Sears or Hudson Bay, and I threw it in one of their like ghetto blasters in the <laughs> electronics department. I started like listening to it like right there, and I started cranking it up. I'm like. That, that was amazing. That was an amazing time to be alive, you know? And now That's I think, good... oh, oh, man, my poor children. It's like, I hope to God they never hear that crap. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a good way to get banned from that mall. If that's the first thing you start cracking. Oh, man. Awesome. Hey, back then it was all about getting that explicit lyrics sticker and, and <laughs> being, like, as controversial as possible. And, uh, it was yeah, it was what a time to be alive, hey? Like, and even to be, like, 12 or 13 when we when we bought that it was sorry man i didn't mean to yeah. poison you with that so no hey. <laughs> um you, damage is done let's put it that way let's Good talk time. about the book okay yeah, let's talk about the book here what uh so that let's was start actually, from the origin here what yeah that was uh, actually what, a really fun project like my wife and i uh so she started writing the book for we were we were actually uh what's it we were sponsoring an international speaking event during covid so we were actually broadcasting uh, to like England, Australia, Canada, US, and we had we had about a hundred different people that came to this, um, you know, like coaching networking event thing, and we were <coughs> presenting something on branding. So we're like, oh crap, we gotta like we gotta have something, right? We gotta like have this, you know, little trophy that says that we're legit, and not just our website, right? So we're like, oh man, if we write a book then you know that that's you that kind of makes you legit if you can write a book about about something and people will actually like we gave we gave copies away for free we've had people buy the book and like shoot us messages like wow really appreciated it it's about like 50 or or 60 pages with different like graphics and it's kind of a fun little allegory or or metaphorical journey of of climbing the mountains because we live near the rocky mountains so we're these we're these two Sherpas and we take you up up this like mission of build, building your brand, building your website, getting your SEO in check, getting your advertising in check, and then kind of, you know, letting the world kind of see you at the top of this mountain. 
And it was it was just a fun little story. Me and her, we kind of like yo-yoed it back and forth, and it was it was actually a really fun project for us to just work on together as as a couple. And and then she's a graphic designer, so she put put like all the dimensions together, all the colors and graphics. So man, I'm like I'm married to like a superhero. This woman's like incredible. There's there's me like I can write a little bit, but she's like doing all this all this crap. I'm like man, like we should be writing. And designing books for people too. I mean, that could be an idea later on. But I mean, that that's kind of how it came to be that we wrote this book. And actually, the second book that we wrote, we can get into that in a little bit. That was another really cool uh, project. This one was a little bit easier to do. We just kind of talked about what we do on a daily basis and and how we applied it. And it was just super fun. And then it was just really neat to see people's reactions when they got the book and kind of went through this little story of how, how to elevate your brand. So you call yourself Sherpas. Are you, are you into like mountains and like climbing or downhill? Like, are you guys out and about all the time or man? So I am not necessarily, I, I would call myself a Sherpa. Now I just got back from an extreme character challenge in June. So if anybody wants to check out XCC Canada uh, or XCC USA, there's a, uh, like a challenge, there was 12 teams of 12 men, and me, me, and uh, 11 other guys. We we basically climbed mountains for like three days. I think I think we did like nine mountains, six <laughs> like 50 or 60 kilometers. I'm like, this is crazy. My feet were like totally destroyed, and I didn't think I I did not think that I could ever do something like that. So, and with a 50 or 60 pound backpack, which I've never done before. And so I guess technically I'm a Sherpa now. Like oh, legit Sherpa. 50 or 60 and you've never done that before? Like, did you get used to it? Or that would honestly feel like it was just like... Like, did yeah. you train for this for a while or... All I all I did was uh, jiu-jitsu, which is crazy. Like, jiu-jitsu is like crazy, like stamina and, and working out. But, but about two or three weeks before I did the mountain climbing, I stopped training because I didn't want to get injured. So like my, my cardio was really good, but man, that first, so it's really interesting that first day putting on that 50 pound pack, it was like, I was dying every time we would like take a break and then put that thing back on. And, but by the end, by the second or third day, it's, it's like all of the, all of, all of the weakness had left my body. Like all that pain was just the weakness leaving me. And the only thing that was left was strength. And it was crazy. Like I was like an animal by, by the end. And I was living <laughs> off of like peanuts and oatmeal. That's like all they gave us. And I was saving like my ramen noodles for like the end in case I was going to die or nobody else had food. And <laughs> it, it really was an extreme, it was an extreme character challenge that I really recommend to a lot of people that are, are looking for like a, like a spiritual, mental, physical like everything all in one. Like if you want to get your ass destroyed so badly and not in prison, like in a good way. I was gonna say B is probably all about that kind of stuff. <laughs> Bad metaphor. Anyway, if you want to get totally destroyed and then I'm gonna, sh- I'm gonna show up there, be like, I'm gonna get my ass destroyed. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not coming with us. Alex yeah. sent me. Yeah. We're not camping with this guy. Yeah, I'm here for the horribly great time. <laughs> So where did you find out about this though? Like this, 
like it seems like you went pretty like zero to sixty pretty quick around on this. It was so I so these guys in jujitsu class like I I'm part of the morning mafia crew at uh, Dallas Oregon uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu here in Cochrane Alberta. I'll give them a shout out. So our our blue belt uh, Chase Diaz he teaches us in the mornings and him and another guy Braden they uh, they were just asking some of the guys in the morning mafia classes for Jiu Jitsu like hey you guys wanna you want to do this thing it's like a it's kind of like a fundraiser for the for the xcc like the money goes towards you know um like there there's a actually a really good fundraiser coming up it's called the 8848 where you climb basically mount everest and the money that you raise goes towards uh helping sex traffic survivors and actually like getting them the rehab that they need so it's like wow super huge shout out like that's like a passion project of mine if we could get mm-hmm get rid of that crap and make this world a better place. Like make the world a safe place for our daughters. You know, and all of us who have daughters out there, like we need strong men and a strong society. So it's like super near and dear to my heart. So uh, shout out to those guys for doing that. So those guys, they kind of like trick, tricked me into it. They're like, Oh, don't worry. <laughs> it's extreme, but you'll be fine. And uh, I was like, okay, I'll, I'll just do it. And I didn't know any better. And during <laughs> I bitched and moaned and, and I was just like, oh, man, this is like the worst thing ever. And then afterwards, we're like, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. It's like I, I was joking with my wife. I'm like, it's like a woman having a baby for men. It's like, <laughs> you know, you go through this horrible thing and then you come out with this incredible gift. Right. And that's and that's what it was for us. Like I used to joke that like getting kicked in the nuts is way worse than than having a baby because nobody ever asked to get kicked in the nuts again. Right. But. This this thing this thing that we endured I would I would do it again as horrible as it was I would I would do it again so it was pretty cool so so is is your um what's the best way to say it is your um addiction is climbing mountains now is that is that what you want to do or like no, I'm, I'm not addicted to it at you, all oh, okay. <laughs> my addiction would be to get on my motorcycle and like not exercise that that would be my addiction right there. Just twist the throttle and go fast. So the book, let's let's go back to the book here. Um, like, so when you guys first started, what what was the concept though? Like, it was just like, hey, we need to put this information out. Like, how does one? Because you obviously you and your wife are, I'm not, I, I, you guys are different in a in a good way. Totally. Uh, you know, not not many people can just go, hey, I think we need to put this information out. So people can do that. Not a lot of people can do that. A lot of them will just go, I don't know. Am I, am I really that important? Like is, is what I'm going to say, I won't be able to sell that. You know, there's a lot of things that go into people's minds. How did you guys do that? How did you guys go? Okay, let's put this out. I think this is very important for people to, to get, let's hand them all. Let's go from there. We kind of check something off our list and how does yeah, one go across from that? That's such a good question. I think that's like the question yeah you have to get out of your own way it's like i know that there's people that are 10 times better at what i do 100 times better like there's way better people like who am i to do a book right but that being said i look at the world in a different way and my wife looks at the world in a different way too and who the heck and who the heck uh, i mean if we even combine those two variables of how different we are and we put this thing together nobody else would actually do that right that exact same way 
And we just focused on our strengths. We didn't like go to the internet to copy things. We actually came up with our own outline. We came up with our own like allegory and we just injected ourselves in, into that story. And that, and that's how it's genuine, right? Like I don't have to be like SEO expert times a thousand. I don't have to be the greatest guy. I just got to be me. I got to be entertaining. I got to have some knowledgeable tidbits. Like I'm actually pretty good at keeping it simple. So if anybody wants to get into the game or, or, you know, if you don't have the money to spend on like somebody superb, at least I'm giving you enough gold mm -hmm. nuggets that you can start, get to a place where you can afford a professional and away you go. And I'm like, man, that's such a helpful thing. Like I don't, I don't actually have to be the expert for you, but I can give you all those like beginner nuggets because I'm already here and you're just starting here. But if I can get you to here to the point where you're making enough money that you can hire somebody and then take that off your plate, that's a huge gift to give somebody, especially when they're like starting a business, right? Because when you're starting a business, you're trying, you're wearing every single hat. And as you make more money, you're taking those hats off and you're giving them to different people to help, you know, like maximize your time because you got to eventually be the business owner, not the employee. Right. And that's, and we still struggle with that. There's lots of times where I'm the employee and I don't want to be anymore, but that's just <laughs> part of my job. Right. So, so I got to yeah. do a little fact checking here. You said you wrote this before chat GBT. That's correct. Yeah. I, okay, you I believe you wrote it all yourself then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, check so yeah yeah it, it's 100 genuine and it that and that's actually why it came so quickly and easily for us it's just it's just us we're not just pretending to be people i didn't i didn't have to do any research because i already these were all already things that i knew and these and i'm like what would i want somebody to tell me when i'm just starting out so that i could boost boost them to get to where they need to be and that's exactly how i wrote it and I'm like, why doesn't everybody just do stuff like that, right? So, see, I, I find that so interesting because I, I think Alex, like you and me, like we kind of think alike. For me, it's like if there's something that I've never done before, I want to, I want to learn it. I want to learn the fundamentals. Like, like for example, editing here. I didn't know anything about editing in the beginning, but it's like, okay, this is a challenge I can do. I want to work on this. It's like. It seems like a lot of people are just going, well, this is not my element. It's not my field. You don't realize how much information, how much skill sets you, people can do in general. Like tomorrow, you can just go learn how to golf and you've never golfed. Or you can build well, a... Though. Not well. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. You, you're learning how to do it and you know how to do it eventually is where I'm getting at, right? There, Bill? So it's like... Once you limitize yourself, that's where your your level is going to be. But if you're just going, hey, let me learn this so that way I can kind of bridge this going forward and kind of expanding going, you know, um, your your elements. So I think I think what you're saying is just it's like you nailed it. It's like dead on, and I think not many people give themselves the opportunity to just expand their knowledge, expand their skill set. And to them, it's like, well, I've never touched this before. I, I don't know if I can do it. Well, you don't know until you actually try, right? Well, they actually, action's a big thing too, right? Like there's this thing called, uh, like they call it analysis paralysis, where like you want to do something, but like 
you know, you've, you've, you've researched it so much and you've been on YouTube for months and you've read three books about it and you know exactly how to do it. You're in the position, but somehow right before you take that jump, you go back to just going to the YouTube and telling people about it and how to do it, but you never actually step in. Yeah, you, maybe you lose some money, maybe whatever, but that's how you actually learn. And Alex, when you said like a lot of people only owning businesses around us or, you know, doing things around us are not much more smarter than, than you and I, it's just, they just were able to take that initial step. And, and that was really it. So that, that paralysis kind of thing is something I've heard of too. Like, so I think, yeah. I think the fun in the journey of just going uh, along with it and just, and just working with it and, and, and finding your errors and, you know, your, how, how things work and how the system works. I think that's the best thing about it. You, I think, you know, I think B, what you said was right. But I think sometimes not everything's through a video or a book or it's just you just learning through the journey, right? Alex, like you going through the mountains, you hated it. In the end, you <laughs> loved it. You never, you've never done it unless you went through the growing pains. You guys, right? like, look, look at me. Who the hell am I to climb nine mountains? <laughs> That's what I'm saying right now. Like, who Why the hell am I to be four years old? Like, and I'm climbing nine mountains? I never trained for that. That's crazy. See, I'm still caught up because, like, why did it have to be nine? You'd figure, like, one solid mountain. <laughs> you must not have actually lost count. It could have been more. <laughs> Sorry, what were you saying? You must not drink or smoke. <laughs> I I drink a little bit. I don't smoke at all. So. I knew it. I yeah. knew it. But, so, uh, this is the alter ego here uh, talking. Um, let's 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 talk about uh, let's talk about your writing here. So, what what made you get into more writing? Like, what are you doing? Is it more like a biography? Like, what what are you writing more besides you know your your guidance books? What what's what's next on the agenda here? Yeah. So I mean, it ties in perfectly to what we were just saying. Like, who, who the hell am I to write a book? Right. Right. Like, what what do I have to give to the world? And the more I'm just I, setting you up, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Know. No, that's fine. But it's like yeah. the more I look back, I I have the luxury of being 44 now and looking back at half like half my life. And I well, I, I think I, you really have no choice of being 44. I think that's. that's just, I have no choice. Yeah. You don't have but, a choice to be 44. That's just default, bro. I, I actually really love <laughs> the fact that I have this wisdom now, but I'm kind of yeah. like in that life prime and I still got a ton of left, like left in the gas tank, right? So it's like, why wouldn't I share what I have in this like first half chapter with some other men in their like 20s or 30s? Like that's that's what my book is. It It is meant to inspire men who are struggling with like different types of addictions um just have like thinking that there's no point to life um part of my book is inspired by some guys here in alberta that uh uh had a suicide pact they were in their 20s and they had a suicide pact all these friends and they all went through with it and killed themselves Jeez. And, I, and i'm like oh, man that's... i'm like guys like in my mind i'm trying to like talk to them you know like how how could you do that like it's such a blessing to be alive and like think about that they didn't have kids they didn't get married yet like think about that lost potential to the world like their kids could have been something incredible right and 
like that just hurts my soul. So it's like I get emotional when I talk about this stuff. But I'm like, man, if, if I don't write this book, if I don't get this out of me, and even if I just have one guy in their 20s or 30s get inspired by this and know that just them going to the next day, just making it to the next day to know that things eventually get better and you get, you become better. You have, you, you just have to, you can't stay in a, in a crappy low, low vibe. It just, it's impossible. And you take suicide off the table and find the right people, find your tribe. Like what, what you guys have, like, there's not many people that have like a bond like you guys do the three of you. Like that's, there's a lot of people after the last two years that don't have anybody. Like I, I'm one of those people that lost a lot of my friends during the last two years because of how outspoken I was and how pissed I was about propaganda and what was going on. And the fact that, you know, and, and yeah, I probably had a big mouth and I said controversial <laughs> things and a lot of people didn't like what I had to say. And that's, and that's okay. Um, it, it is what it is, but, uh, I mean, now I'm trying to rebuild that tribe again. And I know that there's a lot of people out there doing that. So to go back to the book, um, what I got on that XCC mission, climbing those mountains, like I got that download, like, this is it. You have to finish this book now. You've been dragging your ass for five years. You, you have everything you need. So starting tomorrow, I am committed to writing this book. And the next time you see me on this podcast, we are going to be talking about how this book is finished and actually published by a real publisher. That is my goal to shop it, not just self-publish. I mean, I could do that, but I actually want like, I want this thing to be something amazing for men, like specifically for men to know that they're not alone, that we all suffer in one way or another. And there's, it doesn't matter. You sit on a couch, you get fat, you get sick, you suffer, you get in that gym, you work your ass off as hard as possible, you suffer and you come out on the other side and you're stronger and better. So either way, you got to pick, you got to pick your suffering. So let's just get in that gym, make our minds, our bodies and our souls better and move on because being a, a blob and watching the world go by and thinking that we can't impact the world, that's not an option anymore, guys. Like we are all gifts all of us and we're special and we're here for a reason and we have to make the best of it while we're here. And that's what I got to say. Well, I love the message of that, especially like where it came from and your motivation for it. Cause if you're talking about these young guys in the suicide pack, what almost makes that sad for me is the fact that when we're talking about having a tribe, they had a tribe. It was just tainted with so much darkness that it, instead of being able to pull each other out of that, yeah, it went the opposite way. Right. So I'm glad that you're you're taking this on. And this isn't a this isn't a light topic. It's nothing easy to talk about. Most people, especially if you're gonna tell them about the origin, like most people will be like, Oh, you're writing a book? Okay. Oh, that that's why, or that's what you're trying to motivate, and that's what you're trying to pull yourself or pull others out of, right? Yeah. So to to take that on and be willing to talk about that is is like just a like a major like pat on the back for you, as well as you mentioned it earlier, and this is what we like to do around here, like be said give people their flowers while they're here and while we're having these conversations when you were even talking about uh the sex trade right in that uh fundraiser that uh the morning mafia was a part of there uh right just the, f the fact that you guys are taking time out to address some of those needs not just 
Well, yeah, that's a bad thing. But actually, you know, take time, put pen to paper, write this book. Take time, go through a fundraiser. It's important that people realize and be, you kind of mentioned this too, paralysis by analysis, is there's a lot of bad things and there's a lot of suffering going on in the world. But you have a role to either try to help bring yourself and other people out of it. Or you could just be a guy that just sits on the sideline talking about how bad things are all the time. And that's part of the reason we got involved here with Thirst World Problems, as well as, you know, to have a few drinks and talk some bullshit. But it is also about getting out things that affect our community. And you're part of our community, part of our tribe. So it's great that you came on. And you had something, you know, like concrete to say. And hopefully that we hopefully we help push that message out just a little bit further. No, I think I'm going to sponsor you to go on that mountain. I think you really need it more than anyone else between the four of us. You know what? You know what? I don't think it would be that hard to sponsor me. All you got to do is be right there next to me. You know? your, backpack, <laughs> your backpack can't have any no Nintendo 64, nothing like that. It's just, oh, I was going over just, the list. Like They're like, oh, don't bring like snacks and stuff. They confiscate your snacks. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, so that, that might be tough. I need my sugar hit, so I don't know. That might yeah, be yeah, tough. Yeah, none of that. Oh man, I think I think that'd be amazing if we climbed mountains together and and uh, did some stuff here. Hey, trip to Alberta? You might as well have some fun out here. This guy's this guy's never going to Alberta <laughs> for a long time now. I was hoping you'd say like go snowboarding or something like that. Like yeah, I climb a mountain, maybe do some of that. But oh, like how many days were you gone? Uh, we that's started the- on a Thursday night and I came back on Sunday morning. Okay, well, that's also a lot in a short period of time, too. So. Yeah, it, it was. How it was, was your nuts. sleep? Pardon? How was your sleep? You know what? I have kids, so I only need to sleep like three, four <laughs> you got hours. More sleep. Uh, you got yeah, I probably more I slept sleep. better. I slept better. I was just dead. Slept better, yeah. Uh, you know, you know thing. what was funny, guys, is uh, by the end I was just begging to not have to go down any more mountains. Like that's what was so hard on my knees, and uh, like, I, not, I, I thought climbing up the mountains was going to be rough. And it was hard, yeah. but man, once we started going down, that's when I started having like big time knee knee pain. And- well, it's it's your momentum and the weight as well on your back, right? Yeah. And like, oh yeah, especially steps you're not used to taking. I can definitely see that being a big issue. Yeah. Now, you you you've been good with the advice so far, and I've got my man B over here. He's he's gonna be a, a married man one day here. And he's in a serious relationship here. And I know that you, one of your books revolves around how to run a business with your partner without ruining, uh, <laughs> without ruining the marriage. So what relationship yeah. advice would you give to a, to a young cat just getting ready to start marriage? Oh, man. Well, I met my wife when we were 15 and we got married when we were 20. And I, next year is going to be 30 years that we're together. So I'm the guy. Holy I, shit. I think that I'm the guy that can give the advice. I'm finally that guy. So, wow, what, yeah, that's very true. Man, what what would be the advice I give you? You know, one of the best advice from my wife gave me, she's like, you know, I want you to be in good shape. I, I don't think you look good when you're fat. I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so if I oh. want to have consistent sex, I need to be in half decent shape. I don't need to be like super ripped, but I, I can't let it go. So a lot of us, honestly, listen to that, listen up, guys. A lot of us take our wives for granted. Our wives are not meant to love us unconditionally. Their love comes with conditions. Like we love our kids pretty much unconditionally, unless they go and murder people or, or something. And right, right. That's a different. That's it a different topic. We yeah, we love we love our kids like unconditionally, but our wives do not love us unconditionally. So 
this is my warning to you. Do not take them for granted. Do not take their love for granted. Be the best version of yourself that you can be and treat them like gold because, I mean, this, this person, their role is to make you the best version of you and your role is to make them the best version of them. So don't take them for granted. I, there's so many people that, that do, right? And it's all about that work-life balance and, you know, you're going to this job and you're, you're killing yourself to impress the boss. And meanwhile, your kids don't know your name and your wife's like sitting at home, like on Instagram or whatever, texting, who knows what her favorite rapper, right? We need to assess people. And um, yeah, uh, I mean, I throw a little bit of comedy in there, but I, I hope you get the message there that uh, do. Is do she in the room message. with you? No, she's not, in the, oh, okay. she's not in the room right now. But I thought she was like holding cards for you, saying, <laughs> "Seriously, all I all I do, all I do is try to keep getting better." Honestly, that's all I try to do is just keep getting better. Good thing I set the bar super low when I was when I was twenty. So I'm just like, you know, if you're like just a lot, of, a lot of upside. Yeah, there's so much upside. Like I was just this hot mess disaster at twenty, just useless. So. You just keep you just keep leveling up, and um, you're going to be interesting. You're going to be really interesting to your wife, and you know walk. Oh, so my other thing, like I actually have a book that I want to just write about how to walk, how to walk yourself, how to walk your way to a better relationship. You heard it here first. And so many of the times when my wife and I were going through hard times, we would actually just go for walks together, and we. Like we would just walk it out and she'd be like getting pissed at me, but we're not like face to face, like you're side by side and it's a lot less confrontational and you can walk a little faster and, you know, start, start yelling it out a little bit, but you know what, that, that walking and that movement and you're together by the time you get home, it's like, you got, a, you got a lot of stuff out and it was a lot less, you know, like, like in your face, it was a lot more constructive. And you're kind of you're finding yourself exercising. So those are those are my two like wicked tips. Like you're gonna be married forever if you just use those those two things. That's that's very very good because me and my wife we do uh, Greco Roman uh, wrestling. So <laughs> I use every time. Yeah, we do Greco Roman. There's no other type of wrestling, just Greco Roman, man. Like, Dude, you gotta oil up to win. If you oil up, you'll yeah. win. Well, she beats me with that German suplex, so I don't know how she has it, man, but. No, that was, that was some very she good must taste. Be strong uh, as fuck. Well, hopefully she's strong, doing yeah. three German suplexes, right? If it's just one, I wouldn't uh, wouldn't be good. Oh, it depends, shout out to Chris Benoit. Yeah, yeah, no, no wrestling. No, no wrestling. Out here. Just wait for him to take jujitsu, and then you're really screwed. Yeah, yeah, Alex, I got something I want to throw out here with you. Um, what if you and me wrote a children's book series? You, you want to write one with me? Yeah. Okay. You think we can do something like that? I I know we could. I got like 50 ideas if you want. <laughs> like you got you got two girls, I got two girls. Yeah. I think what more what more do you want? I think we, it'd be perfect. We could do something hilarious. I agree. I, I would it be for children? Okay, what so would it be for children. So we got Yeah, hey, there's got so many two, things. We got two dads of teenage girls and we like take their boyfriends camping and we just like torture them for like two oh, or three days. Okay. Oh, this is <laughs> to be a sleepaway camp. Yeah. A horror, a horror movie. No, except in funny ways. It's going to be hilarious. Oh, 
Okay. <laughs> like total total dad comedy, right? Oh, I gotta think about who's gonna read this book, right? Because the boy, like the the teenage sons, aren't gonna read that. It's just gonna be like for dads, no. like. Yeah, yeah. Hey, the demographic's big. Yeah. The, the market's just, big, so. Just, just comedy for yeah. dads of teenage girls, right? Like how to torture yeah, yeah. how to torture the boyfriends. That'd be amazing. Let's um let's talk about uh, KP design here. Um, okay. Let's uh so so how is that going? I think last time we talked, you were just mentioning about I think KP design at the time. So how is the evolution going with it? Yeah, so I, I would say that we're probably at year uh, four together already. My wife and I were yeah, I mean, together. I think that's where so, yeah, I think we first, talked in year one, yeah. So I think we did like three years of like massive explosion, like growth. Like we were in pandemic. Everybody was like switching online, like really like we, we were doing a ton of stuff. Now we're finding things are shifted. Like this year specifically, everybody's coming out of pandemic uh things are definitely different now like money's a lot tighter you can see people are spending their money a lot more carefully they're not like even us right like we're not just working from 6 a.m to 11 p.m like i have to you know not work constantly i have to have a life now so it's very interesting like people are a lot smarter and a lot uh, a lot pickier at the way they're using their money so we really have to come at it as you know, thought leaders and differentiate what makes us different. Like I always, I like to brag that my wife is like the master of divine design. Like she meets somebody and she connects with them and she spends a few days meditating and the, the message just gets downloaded and the brand is created. And it's like 99.9% .9 of the time. It's a, it's a perfect design. It's exactly like we've had customers cry. We've had mm -hmm. customers like get the tattoo of their brand. It's like the things, the things that she can create, she reads them in ways that they don't even know that like they've always said like, man, you, the things that I didn't say that I was thinking, but I didn't know how to express, you captured that. And I think she's man, an artist. Yeah. That's so I'm like that, that's the real superpower. That's the thing that gives you goosebumps. Like when you see that person cry, it's like, you know, it's a business thing, but it's like kind of an amazing spiritual thing when you can like touch somebody like that and really deliver. So we've we've partnered recently with um, our business coach as well. And we're really, really fine tuning like business consulting, branding, web design, SEO, Google ads. Like we've kind of like we're evolving into something a little bit new to help serve our client base and that's been really exciting this year so we've managed to like land some of our biggest clients this year even in such a tough tough thing and or a tough economic environment but you know it's when you're doing what you're meant to be doing and you're attracting the right people like amazing things happen so um, we're really blessed and I'm really grateful for that nice and congrats man for the you know the uh it's it's tough, man. Not, not many people, especially during COVID, um, get out of that properly, right? So, oh man, it was there was no work life balance, right? It was just work. Yeah, <laughs> there, there was, was no work. Life. Yeah, like we were uh, lucky yeah, though. Yeah. Like I, I tried not to complain. I'm like we're busy, but we're blessed, right? At least at least we're right. busy working. We're not at home and and nothing to do and worried and trying to feed our families and 
Like I never, I tried not to complain because I know there was a lot of people that were doing, you know, being at home and suffering and, you know, shout out to those people. Like, you know, I hope you made it okay. And, um, you know, we're all trying to navigate this crazy world. Right. And we're, you know, just like I, like I said earlier, look, look for your gifts. I, I think COVID was a big wake up call for people to, you know, find, find their real gifts. Like if you were stuck in a, a crap job and you got fired or whatever, like that was your time to really work on yourself and, and be in a cocoon and, and come out the other side, like, you know, with your, with your iron sharpened a little bit and ready, ready for that next challenge in life. So, you know, shout out to all those people that did that. So you also mentioned that uh, you were doing a conference. Uh, do you guys still do conferences? Do you do classes like masterclass or anything along those lines? Um, we do a lot of like online networking uh, business. Uh, you know, it's funny like that you say that because earlier I, I tried to do a test run for and not all, our, not all of our ideas are successful. I was doing an, like an SEO workshop for people on <laughs> um, what, what is that on Eventbrite? And it's like, holy smokes, like not everybody just finds you by accident on Eventbrite. If you if you have something, you really got to like market yourself. And there's so much noise out there. So I really found out and I'm like kind of in marketing. Right. So it's like you, you still <laughs> learn these lessons. You still fail. It's like, man, nobody came to my thing. I had all this stuff set up and I really ah, we're almost at that point where you got to like advertise using real dollars to try and like if you're going to do a master class or a workshop and and bring people in you there's so much noise out there guys there's so much noise well that's why i was kind of wondering if uh you did that because seo is something not only that we need here but just in in, in general so i was i've been looking at just like different things but it's like if there's someone that i actually know that's been doing this kind of stuff then yeah, it yeah. might be interesting so i a think selfish question too you know what a huge seo shout out like tip for you guys and you probably know this already when you're doing a, like a show descriptions and you got like a famous guest, like the guy from tag team, like you put his name in your show description. So if anyone's ever like looking for tag team just for fun, like, like when you're shot, sh like searching through Shopify tag team, like, Oh, there's real problems shows up. Oh, what's <laughs> that? Right. Cause if you want to find, if you want people to find you by accident or, or, or something like yeah. you, you make sure your show descriptions are, are tight with the, with the right verbiage and, and you know you'll you'll accidentally find or you'll have some accidental listeners and you know people st stumble upon you and next thing you know you're you're popping up in people's like in the caymans the caymans like <laughs> they want to drink in the caymans they got thirst world problems yeah yeah 100 i wonder if dc's doing okay because he was on our podcast and he was just talking about crypto and i think alex we talked about this and it was like I was like, bro, like, let's let's cut it out. Give us some stories. He gave us some stories. Then he went back into crypto, and then I think the I think the boom or the bust happened like a week later. So it was like, oh man, see, like, okay. So. My, one of my biggest regrets was not buying Bitcoin in like 2017 when I sold my house and went to Europe. I was like, I had yeah. I had the cash. If I could have the time machine and just just put 10 grand into Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Man, we, we would be in the Caymans right now shooting this episode. Like, <laughs> but I, but you know what? The only thing that's like, what what is crypto? What is money even, right? It's just. But 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 to, but to add on, yeah. even if you got that crypto, you wouldn't have gotten all this other information that you've gone through. So right. you would have missed out on a lot of that. Yeah. And then you would kind of be back to square one. So in a way, you're kind of blessed 
to not get the crypto, right? Well, 100%. So, what would you rather be doing? Climbing nine mountains or just sitting there on your yacht with your servants and your family just enjoying a tropical island that you own? So in exactly. the end, I think you made the right decision. You know what? I think that the, the big, <laughs> big monetary blessings, they come to you when you are ready. And if they come to you and you're not ready, that's when you find these guys like swinging from from a rope or all coked out and they're dead. Like when you get too much too fast and you aren't ready to be blessed that way, it's the ultimate curse. Right. So I think a lot of us, we have, we're on these choose your own adventures. We're like leveling up in our life RPG. And once we get, get there, we can kind of look back and hope that we can lend a a helping hand to, you know, boost that next generation. Like these are the, the tough things that I had to do. Like, we're not going to BS people and say, oh, this is what I did. And now I'm sitting on a beach and working four minutes a day for a million dollars. Like, come on, man. Like, remember, you guys remember those YouTube ads or whatever. Yep. <laughs> yep. Right? Like, that's that's not who we are. We, we are the choose your own adventure, grind it out. And when we get to like level 100 in Zelda, we'll look back and we'll be those mentors that help bring those people up the right way. And we hope that we can get to them before the greed of, of the others, the wrong influence get to them. So that's that's what I want to do. I think we all have a Coke addiction, but we just can't afford it right now. That's probably what I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, we could have ended it on some nice wise words, but hey. Let's be, let's let's do some cocaine and run up mountains. <laughs> right? Hey, There's a world problem. Right there. Alex, again, thank you for uh, being on the pod. This was... Uh, awesome let's let's do maybe like a part two and uh, this is where we grind it out and not talk about shop and uh maybe let's burn some more bridges let's let's go with that <laughs> we can do that too i'm not scared what one more thing about this i think i think what's very interesting what you talked about how you know you had a lot of friends that kind of separated i think that i think the issue nowadays is more of who's right and who's wrong it's not about the discussion. conversation yeah the conversation i think a lot of people get lost onto that it's more of hey i need to give out my information on my take and i think you're wrong about it and i think that's where that's where the divide happened and uh, you know obviously there's some issues where people are very strong about but i think the big divide was you, we weren't listening to one another and, my, my, and learning from one thing, another right you know what you you bring up a good point like my my big takeaway was that i was not kind like I, I was one of those guys like, this is like, this is crazy. Why are you listening to the government? Like you guys are all morons. And I was yeah. that guy. And you know what? The new me, I don't know, like those mountains kick my ass, you know, like the new me looks back and I'm embarrassed by myself. And I, you know what? I'm on the record right now saying like, I was wrong. Like I should have had a kind heart and to respect people's fears, whatever they were. Right. Like, a lot a lot of people were acting in fear <clears throat> but i know i know my heart was good because i was just trying to shake them and say like yeah. don't be scared of me like i love you don't be scared of me like that's what i really wanted to say but i didn't say it that way and you know that's that's my bad too and you know what going forward my heart my heart is good and i'll be like whatever 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 your opinion is on this or whatever your opinion is on that I'm not going to let the energy vampires get to me like that anymore. So, you know, be careful, be careful with who you give your energy to. 
But I, I like that, Alex, though. That was, to be very honest with you, and I'm not trying to joke around here. I think I think what you were trying to do was, you know, like you said, you were trying to shake people up, but at the same time, you're saying, hey, it's okay to voice an opinion. Because that was your opinion, right? It wasn't. It was, but yeah. I, I, in the I end, didn't censor myself, yeah. Right. And I think in the end, it was more of like, not many people are ready for those conversations. And to you kind of just think you could have unlocked the wall. You could have brought the walls down in a different way. Right. What you're kind of saying. Right. And and I think a, a lot of issues, and I think that's where a lot of people will go. I need to be guided to the direction rather than going. Well, I need I need my own information in order to get to that path. It doesn't have to be the right path according to everyone, but it will be a path to that direction. So. And I think that's where a lot of people got scared. They move away. Oh, you know, I don't want to talk. Because I know you and me have had conversations where it got heated. But I knew deep down it was like, hey, it is, like, I wouldn't get offended. Like, I, like you know me. Like, so, but I think the general audience would be like, oh, you know, he's a terrible human being. This is how he thinks. This is, you know, and I think that's where a lot of changes happened in the last three years, four years, where before it used to be good and bad. What was the bad? Okay, you're against 